Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, this episode should be coming out on New Year's Eve. So, you know, from all of us, the next week of it being out, it's New Year 2024. Uh, it's kind of what we're going to be talking about yeah. today. Um, Caitlin's back on. So for those Hi, of you everyone. who watched some of the original episodes, Caitlin is kind of a bit of a co-host here and there. Oh, you pop up I'm honored. quite frequently, don't you? I episodes. do. Um, so yeah, today we're going to be talking about our courses. We're going to be talking about news resolutions for the podcast. Um, touching on the fact that uh, my drama school has a 15 week first term for first years, which is Crazy. A seven week, half term, eight week. So I'm on my eighth week currently. Recording it slightly early. Um, and then, yeah, just a bit of a chit chat. So, you know, uh, if, if you've got a spare hour uh, and you want to listen to this whole podcast, you know, just stick on in the background. Just be us talking about things. Yeah. Whilst you're getting ready for your New Year's in. night out, this yeah. is the perfect thing to All watch. Uh, so, yeah. Welcome to the Movement Theories podcast. We hope you enjoy. How are you doing, Caitlin? Are you I'm all right? good. Yeah, I've already finished. Well, and I've yeah, okay. long finished by this you point. You know what? You know what? This is this is something that I'm not happy about <laughs> because I started my course. We're both at drama school. I started my course different drama schools. I should probably mention. Uh, mine was at the beginning of September. Yeah. Yours was two weeks into September, wasn't it? No. No. Oh wait, no. No. So, no. No. So, it was a month. So my I'd forgotten about my that. freshers started on the twenty third of September, but I technically like fully started on the second of October. Okay, I had completely forgotten. So actually, a com- a exactly forward. a month. Yeah. Yeah. So I started full course beginning second of September. You're a month later. Mm. You've also now broken up earlier than me. Yes. So started a month later. When did you break up? Was it last week? Uh, I broke up on the 9th of December. 9th of December. But that... Crazy. My course and my... my I go to Central where like our term times are more similar to a normal university rather than... Yeah. Do you like semesters? Do you have... Is it very... What, so how does it work? my term was 10 weeks and didn't have a half term. Whereas yours was 15 weeks and did have a half. Yeah. It was a seven week half term, eight weeks. Yeah. Just crazy. That is crazy, crazy that one of my half terms was nearly the same length as your full term. Yeah. I can't believe it's been eight weeks since we half had our term. half term. Yeah. Which I don't know how many episodes ago that would have been. That would have been like... Eight. <sighs> Thanks. Uh, <laughs> and I'm trying to work out which episode it was, but like... Oh yeah, true. Very valid point. What? When this comes out. It'll be many more. True. I need to I need to realise we are recording slightly early, which is terrible. It's um, not terrible. It's very no, prepared. No, very prepared, yes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. We'll start to talk, we'll talk about our New Year's resolutions for as performers as well. So, you know, a lot of you watching probably don't know or haven't watched this before. Um, so we'll kind of talk about as drama school students what we want to achieve next year. I've got a lot of things that I want to get, you know to get it done but also we'll mention kind of podcast wise if you guys are interested in this as a channel as a brand what we're kind of aiming for what we're hoping for and well. reflect back on what we've done in 2023 i guess yeah because we've been going for over six months yeah now which is good job um <laughs> that was a weird high five because i clipped half of your hand with half of mine it you was did. like a, it was a clicky one it was like like this yeah but no it was good um what was i saying i can't remember now we're um, going to talk about the podcast, reflect on 2023 and talk about our goals for 2024. Nice. It's very exciting. Yeah. Loads of things. I've actually brought with you. I brought a prop. 
You brought so props. This into one of my goals as a drama school student. And I recommend that every student does this, no matter if you're on like a dance musical theatre course, if you're an actor, whatever. What are these bad boys? Oh my days. Do you want to I explain felt... what that is? Yeah, so this is a foam roller. I'm sure you might have heard of them. And when I was a competitive gymnast, loads of the gymnasts would have these. And I just never, I was like, man, I don't need one. It's not worth the money. Now, four years later, I've actually invested in one. Best thing ever. <laughs> and we had to buy them for a contemporary class. We're doing a rollout session. And so I was like, all right, fine, I'll get it. And then we did the class and I came out like a new person really yeah. was it that good yeah so he compares things like i've got a massage gun i don't use it that often um but our teacher called a massage gun like the cheat or the cheap version Ooh. like the cheating version of rolling out he also said you're, you're only hitting individual areas mm-hmm. he likes rollers because you're rolling out of the full length of the muscle and, whatnot. and i guess you're you you're using more muscle to roll out i guess uh, a lot of it is yeah body weighted yeah rather um, than like you could just lie in bed and go like that's true that on your leg. i i found we started like top down we did like neck and shoulders and arms and stuff and but when we got to doing our legs a lot of our weight was pushed up onto our arms so we finished legs and suddenly my arms are sore and they felt like they needed so i might when i do it to myself do the opposite round and then do arms last um that makes sense because it, it does hurt your arms kind of doing legs sometimes uh anyway thing we're rolling out i i'd been feeling quite stiff and it's like it's like basically a cheaper version of going to get a, a massage yeah um and i you know i hadn't i hadn't been doing it and i've just been feeling stiff and i've got problems with my hamstrings and whatnot and since the first time i've done it i've been doing it twice a day since because my body doesn't feel right otherwise it doesn't feel like it it's at its optimum because after I, I roll out i just feel so much more energized and loose and able to mm. i don't know so much better i had a lot of tension it really hurts when i really? do yeah it's painful but he says the more painful it is the better um, yeah and so. i mean i hope so because when i do my my thighs crazy so news resolution that i'm doing and that you know i propose most of you probably should do as well is try and roll out daily have a little look a bit of an investment i don't know 15 pounds whatever um probably can get them for cheaper should definitely get one best thing i've purchased and so my resolution is to do it if i can every day in 2024 that's quite a good one like it's a little bit self-carey as well yeah like it's you know you're looking after your body Mm -hmm. because you do so much on your course that like doing something like that is very that's that's I think that's really healthy like a good self-care ritual it's been what's got me through the last couple weeks of this 15 week term um and I think the reason they do it we did some calculating in our acting lesson today and I think it's because we get slightly less contact hours I think like the average is like 30 and we get like high 20s but because we have longer terms it then means that you end up over the term getting more yeah um we've worked out that we kind of got like 26 and a half a week that was including singing and your two-hour mt and your four-hour workshops and stuff that's that's still more than secondary school yeah true um but i think we saw it somewhere saying like it would be 30 but i think it works out to being more compared to other places because we have longer um but it's very strict that it is like a two-week kind of mm. thing for christmas um and my teacher was saying about how 
um, is because they look at us as clients and they want the client to get as much because we're paying mm. to go there. So as clients, they want us to try and get out as much as what we're paying for as possible. The only thing is I don't see any benefit in this last week. If I'm to be completely honest, um, it's just felt like every lesson is because every lesson is kind of pretty much coming out of a last of that lesson. And it just feels like we're just doing it to get it done mm. instead of like doing it for, you know, we keep on the ballet stuff, you know, we're keeping that up, but it's, I don't know. I, ideal world, you know, it would be a week before Christmas, a week after Christmas and a week after New Year's, three weeks, you know, that's it. Um, done. Some places get like five weeks, six weeks, which is a lot. You know, don't get me wrong. It is yeah. I'm quite grateful that, I mean, obviously mine is longer than yours, but yeah. I want, like, I'm desperate to be in more. Mm-hmm. I just want to be in all the time. Yeah. And your first year, first terms and stuff was a bit less, but apparently what? by the time you get to third year, it's like pretty much. Well, third term. All the time. My third term. Not third, third term. Year. Yeah. Third term, first year, you're in yeah. pretty much all so, the time. So I do a drama applied theatre and education course. So it's not a musical theatre course, um, which means that in some of my lessons are more traditional like lecture style Mm -hmm. lessons with seminars and then also kind of the practical classes as well um and so I do 10 weeks of lessons um my points left my head you do 10 weeks of lessons and something (laughs) something else oh saying um i just got distracted by looking at the audio to make sure it was all yeah that and that that distracted me oh Oh, i'm so sorry no that's really bad on me um but yeah what is really really kind of interesting about central is your your structure is like a normal university because you have freshers and then you have i was talking about term structure same lecture you were talking about term structure did i just remind you yeah brilliant why don't you continue talking about it so my first term i was only in three days a week which is crazy yeah that is crazy i know man (laughs) Three days. Uh, but then second term, I'm in four days a week. And then third term, I'm in nine till six every day. Yeah. Um, because third term, we get to do a directed project uh-huh. and take that on tour. So I will either be going to Cornwall, Manchester or London or like staying in London and doing one in London. To be honest, I'm surprised that she got three days a week out of her course. Bearing in mind, your course is basically just made up. Like, the fact they've managed to pull right. three days worth of lessons. Let's not. Let's <laughs> not. Let's no, not. No. You have a really good course. No, I love your course. You've no, got no, no, a I fan do. base no, I from do my love, course. I do. No, it's true. The date course, I think, is really good. And I think it's what we need more. Um, if you don't know, Caitlin's on dr- Drama Apply Theatre I education. did mention that. Uh, oh, you have? <laughs> yeah. Again, I zoned out making sure the audio was working correctly. As soon as this camera is not pointed at me, I'm looking somewhere else. I might not even be sat in this chair. I, I can't lie. I might have just gone. Uh, I think I've done that once before. Anyway, let me kind of go back to the point. Um, Your course is really good because we need people to be uh, looking at how theatre can become more accessible. Because if you don't have that, then all we have is kind of these normal shows that we have at the moment. And yet there's going to be tons of people around the country slash world who don't have access. And theatre, like someone was describing it the other day. And it was just, it was the way that the theatre makes you feel. And like doctors can make you like actually healthy and whatever. But theatre is there for like your mental health. You know, if a show is done right, you come away from it happy. You come away from it inspired. You come away from it 
wanting, you know, excited with a passion. And I feel like if you can bring those feelings to all sorts of groups of people who may not have access to it, maybe different areas where you come from or prisons, for example, it does change people's lives because it changed how they feel. It gives them a new kind of perspective. And so it's kind of like, as an audience, watching a show done right is kind of like your mental kind of health. It's kind of like how you how you feel, which is super important. Yeah. Because you can have a really healthy life, like healthy, but just be bored, just not be excited. Whereas, you know, someone who might be having whatever, I don't know, medical problem, go watch a show and they'll be, I don't know, it just, it takes you out of that space for a second and puts you into a new... I think what you're saying is about escapism. Yes, and like, escapism. That's a nice word. It's not, you know, if you go and watch Wicked, it's not going to like cure you from anything. Oh no, I but, hope I hope people haven't thought I was saying that. But It's not a cure. No, no, no. But To like an illness. It, it's just nice to be able to escape from life for a bit. And, mm. and what I've really enjoyed about my course so far this year is that we've not just done like classic Brasini march like do a play do a musical like and sit and watch all of the stuff we've done has been really engaging um we've looked at the the we do a we do a lot it's a bit of a running joke we do a lot of asking what is performance what is theater i like to ask that question well exactly and that's what the hell am i doing that's my whole degree is like asking the what's and the why so we always talk about like you like to ask your teachers why you do exercises or why you're thinking about this or why you're doing this which is kind of exactly what we're doing well we're kind of nitpicking at like we, so we studied like verbatim theatre, for example, but then we were like sat there talking about the problems with verbatim theatre and the issues. And we did a lot of analysis of like maybe how that it can be quite problematic in certain aspects, but also how in other aspects it can be really, really beneficial and has some amazing kind of outcomes. Mm. And we looked at my amazing lecturer, Sylvan Baker, uh, has set up a project called the verbatim formula and he uh, works with um, care experienced people and they write testimonies and speak them and then actors put them put headphones in and listen to the testimonies and speak them into rooms of like social care workers or uh, important people doctors mm. whatever uh, so those children aren't you know it's it sometimes it's, it was such an interesting thing and we did a lot of demonstrations of it and to have like an adult man speaking the testimony of a small like seven-year-old girl almost gives you like a really I don't know it's something interesting to explore and something that's really interesting because people are more likely to take him ser- seriously and like because oh, underst- it's more yeah. about it's more about the words than than anything else and people are listening to that which is really mm-hmm. really interesting but i mean that's like just one of the the things we've studied we've done all sorts of of really interesting ways and different ways of i mean we've talked about more classical um theater and performance um but i've been able to experience some amazing pieces of performance that maybe you wouldn't technically mm. count as performance otherwise 
Yeah. Um, I've talked about our trip to Uganda quite a lot um, because, you know, uh, obviously education is part of the degree. So we've talked about working and running workshops. And, and how to educate. Yeah, and facilitating. And that's... I like that word, facilitating. Yeah, that's, good. that's yeah. what I'm learning to do. And, uh, I'm not like very... I'm smart, but not very smart. And so like, I like words like facilitating because they sound like... Oh, it's just, I don't really know much about it apart from it's just like giving people opportunity. I'll tell you what facilitating means. That's, you tell me what facilitating means. Yeah, because I'm not that smart. So they, we often refer to ourselves as fa facilitators or training to be facilitators. Rather, So when you run a workshop, yeah. uh, there is automatically a power dynamic between you, the person leading the workshop, and the group. Yeah. Which I think that needs to be there. So that they See, this is what we discuss all the time. But it does it not need to be there? Well, oh. it, well, I think it naturally happens. But a lot of my lecturers go like, uh, like he'll say, walk around the room or whatever. You know, classic drama school. Yeah. But then it's like, but you will listen to me. Like, I actually like, I we are just people in a room. You like, you've given me that power, and just by him having a title of lecturer, we mm -hmm. all automatically listen to him. Is so, that not a good thing if they've got something to share? Well, yeah. 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 My but it's um, it's it's a very interesting dynamic. So being a facilitator rather than being a teacher, because you're not, you're not necessarily imparting knowledge uh, in a workshop, you are facilitating people maybe being able to create a performance or yeah, facilitating a conversation. It's, it's a way of like keeping... Again, I'm feeling like I'm doing an essay, but keeping a, a space available for people to feel comfortable enough to perform or to speak how they feel and then often create something yeah. out of that, which is really interesting because I have a couple of lecturers that would not use the word safe space. My they acting would, teacher doesn't. Yeah, they'd call it a brave space. Today he said, by calling something a safe space, it instantly becomes not a safe space because you're saying that anything can happen. Yeah. And you don't necessarily want anything to happen. So I have a lecturer who calls it a brave space, yeah. which I think is interesting because, I mean, of course you've, you, you have to be brave to kind of come forward with a lot of things that you say, but um, I don't know, it, it has to be a space. Yeah. Our job as facilitators is to make that space available for people to be brave in. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd like to do some facilitating in the future. I feel like I could, I'd be a good facilitator. Yeah. I've got lots of different like games and workshops in my head that I could facilitate to people. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 not as easy as you might think. No, people no. might be like, oh, you just play Splat and that's it. I no. love Splat. Sorry, sorry. We have played Splat. <laughs> but it's not, that's not yeah, no. the, point. the there, point. There's a deeper layer to it. Yeah, and um, we we... Like there are moments of like you do music theatre degree turned into a facilitating podcast. That's what the whole episode's gonna be about how but, to facilitate. But we, you are on a drama degree. I'm on a drama degree. We both do like silly. Like you walk around a room or you pretend to be. I've pretended to be a bit of seaweed. I haven't done that yet. But you've done, you've done silly things that sometimes you go. Wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Our last work there was dance. We were doing Lindy Hop, and before Love we were Lindy doing Hop. Lindy Hop. Um, we, we, he was going us to like 
dance, but with the idea that her arms were like bird's wings. So you do things that that's like, not as silly as seaweed to to some people. Well, we're doing contemporary dance. Oh well, well here we go. Contemporary <laughs> dance could be anything. Yeah. So yeah. the inspiration fine. was being a bit of seaweed. Yeah. Um, and it, we, you know, doing a drama degree, you do things that feel silly, mm. but you do them and they feel silly and then you like build the like technical skill of yeah. like dance or singing or acting on that whereas we might we do a bit of actor training um but we would go okay why are we doing this what will it help us to do what will it help us to create where could you apply this to like in a workshop if we all pretend to be a bit of seaweed what does that do to a space yeah. of like okay well now we all feel silly. Now we've all been a bit silly in front of each other. Now we're all comfortable in a room, which can then lead to... More productive. Yeah. Yeah. I think kind of, it's the whole breaking the ice thing, isn't it? Um, useful. That was a very long segment, but you, you know, facilitating is interesting. I've just realised I haven't turned my tree on again. I um, thought that. If you have been watching, and they would have been all released by now, the 12 days of bloopers, which has taken me way too long to create. <laughs> um, one of the bloopers was the fact that I didn't turn my tree on, or it was included in that. So... Because I wasn't sure. here to set up today, that's yeah. why. It's there for a reason. You know, She's beautiful. We might as well turn it on. I think it's going, New, going New Year's. Back, New Year's, yeah, going back to New Year's, you'd mentioned about verbatim and stuff. Yes. I want to watch some verbatim shows. Like yes. I, I love West End shows, obviously. Musicals are the coolest thing ever. But I'd like to watch some more underground, like some verbatim things. I like to watch some pieces that are more um, like... Um, what was the company? Punch Drunk. Yeah. I like to watch more immersive theatre because it's just different and interesting. And I've got a lot of things that we can do. Yeah. To well, I was going to ask actually people yeah. who are watching this, if you know of any uh, in London um, or maybe around verbatim theatre pieces that are coming out, if you know of anything that's immersive, you know, it's not as kind of um, spotlighted. Comment it below. Let us know. Send us a little message because I'm interested to go watch some things. Um, and I think in New Year's, something that I'm going to be doing quite a yeah, lot. Yeah, I'd like to do that. I think it's been interesting going to drama school and doing the course that I'm doing and coming from where we come from mm. in our little like rural town is that a lot of my peers have come from places where theatre and fringe theatre and more like I've never seen niche. I haven't either. No, More like niche theatre is really accessible to them. Whereas like, yeah. and they'll talk about the things they've seen at the National or like these incredible plays and, and musicals and all sorts that is wasn't readily accessible to us. Because the, the things we could see were like uh, all the big mainstream shows at, you know, the Hippodrome or yeah. Theatre Royal Plymouth or whatever. Because that was um, that was what was closest to us, yeah. And so that we couldn't access those like smaller shows, which a lot of people have seen, which I would like to go and see some more of because mm -hmm. I think it would really benefit me on my course. But also, it's just interesting, and it mean it it gives me inspiration of like the kind of theatre that I want to make. Yeah. You mentioned the National. We've now been to we have to see we went for the first the time at the National. Um, how long ago was this? Was this in? Was it Freshers? No. Was it, was it later on? No, it, it was like second week yeah. of October. We, we've had some opportunities now, which has been brilliant. Um, and so, was it half term? I don't know. That might have been, that might have been what happened eight weeks ago. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What is 
your favorite piece of theater you've seen this year oh, in 2023 i haven't actually seen tons I've seen uh, quite a few musicals but like theater in general i did like one of the national but it was quite complex mm. um we saw I'll, confessions the i'll confessions. think on that i just wanted to talk about that so i haven't been before it's brilliant now living in london you get so many opportunities we were just on a walk and we were like, oh, the National's up ahead. I was like, I've never actually been inside. I hadn't either. And so we just went inside and then just like, asked the guys, like, oh, what shows do you have? And he was like, oh, actually, tonight we've got got this on. It's the, and it was the press night of this new show. Um, and, and I, that day, so I'd never been to National before either. And I, that day in my lecture, had been studying the National. And then she had recommended that we go and see Confessions, Confessions which is what on. we did see. Um, and... If you are a student, if you are in London, they the National do really great deals. Yeah. Uh, we got £20 tickets. If you go an hour before the show, we got £20 tickets for best available seats. So we were in the fourth row, fifth row? Yeah, fourth row. And we just happened, we were just turned up and like, well, us as like just students we've aware. Been, yeah, and, we've been to college. Um, you know, I was just in a, a nice comfy jump or whatever. And um, we turned up, we sit down, it's press night. So people are dressed up. Yeah. I'm them a hoodie, like standing out. And then the couple that come sit next to us are like patrons of the National yeah. and had been having drinks with the director of the National. So we just get chatting to them and like they're like the man like is in full suit, you know, he's got a very like blinging watch on. And I'm there in a hoodie and joggers, like, oh, <laughs> yeah, but they were was, very nice. But we didn't know um, we were going to go. No, it was last minute, you know, and good tickets. It was a good show. Mm. I'll have a think about your question about can my favourite piece. Can I answer? Yeah, you answer what was your favourite thing you watched this year. The best thing I've watched this year is the Little Big Things musical. I want to go watch that because you've talked about it a lot. I'm going to take you because yeah. they're set doing £20. They're, guys, it's their one year birthday, yeah. so we should go. They're doing £20 tickets. Cool. So I'm going to take you because yeah. it. I went... Um, I went for fifteen pounds last time, and I Ooh. sat on in. So it's like in the round, and there's three levels, and I sat in the third row of the bottom level. So literally, like right by the front, and you have actors like come in, and obviously because in the round they're literally walking like right next to you. Um, but it was the most beautiful thing I have ever seen. The music was gorgeous. The storyline is. <coughs> about a young man that gets into an accident on a holiday and kind of how it affects his family and how it affects him and it's quite that's like quite a sad story but they tell it in a really uplifting way and you I did I cried like the whole mm. thing um and me and my friend were just blown away like it the what uh, really touched me was they used a lot of British sign language in their choreography nice. and we happened to go to a assigned performance and so it was really obvious like the bits of british sign language that they used we could see the interpreter performing as well and it was oh, it was just so beautiful and um what i also really liked that I don't, I don't i don't know whether this was like something they were really trying to promote but what i really enjoyed was it there's four brothers one of which gets in the accident and a dad and then the mum um but the they're kind of the main characters but you really see what i found so interesting was the relationship between the men in the family going through such a traumatic event and it just said so much like they were very good at like their silences and the way that 
maybe men don't communicate quite mm. as easily as women. Well, you know, it is true. Men around things that are upsetting or traumatic, I'd say generally do tend to be more silent about it. But yeah, if you are able to go and see it, I would definitely recommend yeah. it. It was such a beautiful piece and they're very good at kind of, they're always doing deals on tickets, mm. but uh, but it, it's just yeah. wonderful. So I would I would definitely go and check it out. We love a good deal. We, we do. Good theater do. I I thought of of what mine would be. Okay, go on then. Um, I was so tired when we watched it, and it was quite long. But I really enjoyed Noises Off because it was oh, so funny, nice. and I just thought it was so interesting the way they told it was amazing the story and like the how the performance was laid out. I it was, was like, in this th- is... three three acts. Yeah, of, it? it was three acts, so two intervals, and just you know, if you're able to give it a watch, it's different. But I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was hilarious. If you have a look on Today Ticks, they do very good uh, deals and mm. lottery and things on there. You know what we've also seen this year? What Which was this year? Was that Punch Drunk performance? We've talked about that in this a previous year. episode. That was this year. Oh, it was last year, wasn't it? No, because we went for we went in the week of my 18th birthday. Man. I know. It's been a long year. It's been a long year. And well, in that case, Punch Drunk was definitely... So, because you've seen Moulin Rouge twice yeah, this year, yeah, and Matilda, yeah. Oh my god! So I really enjoyed immersive theatre, and the punch drunk performance was really good. And you know, like whatever ha- that happened during that performance, like it was still really good, and I still really enjoyed it. But I did have a crying Caitlin on my arm the whole time. It was scary. Like she absolutely. You know, we were all wearing we've like, talked white about this, masks. This we've talked about, we've talked this, about before. it before. I've made fun of her before. Yes. for it you know and like, it was really sweet it was really endearing uh, and i still really enjoyed it it was brilliant it was probably amazing. one of my favorite things i've watched full stop i just have realized it was this year um but you know you get a different experience when your arm is being held onto with a very tight grip um but actually arguably maybe a better experience because this really scary atmosphere suddenly you're like well, I've got Caitlin McCann to protect and, and, you know, look after. So maybe, maybe it influenced. I appreciate that. Yeah. I have a lot of reasons nice. as to why that, that fright. It's not yeah. scary. It's genuinely not a scary piece. I'm. No, it, just... okay. No, no, no. Let's not, because it was. It was a little bit. It's 15 it plus. So, it, you know. Yeah. Oh, 15. Blimey. 15 plus. Yeah. Um, well, there is, you know, partial nudity. Oh, that's true. All that jazz. I think the the scary nature of it comes from their audio work. Uh, and the creepy. the way they create the sound settings, um, and that would probably influences. It's like in movie soundtracks, mm. like you're listening to something and it can be sp- spooky or it's like really uplifting. Um, but it's closed now. Oh, is it? I mean, what do you know? What the next thing they're doing is? I don't know. We'll have to have a keep an eye out. But yeah, yeah, it's closed. Really cool. sad. All right, a few more. Let's keep going with it, these New Year's. Not all of them with resolutions, but things that are coming up in the New Year that are exciting or nerve-wracking or different i've got one that uh is probably going to happen um 2024 i am most likely going to have to do my first stage kiss with someone i'm not in a relationship with which is terrifying it is terrifying terrifying because he was saying that there are some options to like edit the script but i'm realizing and but he told a story and it made me realize um he told a story that the last group of third years had been like cutting around some of the intimacy scenes and whatnot during my first year and second year and hadn't been approaching them. And then it comes to their third year show and they're doing spring awakening 
Oh and gosh. Like, they've had no experience of intimacy. And that's in their like training. all of the intimacy. And it's like the most intimate. So it made me realize I probably just got to do it now so that it comes second year, third year, graduation, I'm ready. And so the script we are looking at, it's quite a bit of snogging. Should we, maybe we should talk about this. Yeah. I feel like it's quite an interesting topic as, I mean, if you don't want to talk about it, we can No, this. no, it's fine. Let's talk about it. But as two people in a relationship who yeah. are both... With each other, oh, if, if you hadn't read yeah. yeah. I feel like, I don't think we've ever said it, but we've hinted at it. <sighs> Mental. It's been Crazy. two years. Oh. Oh. That's so sweet. We're going to get like fan edits. No, we're not. No, please. no we're not. <laughs> I will, I will report that to the police. I swear. I don't want to see a fan edit. That'd be, that'd be so funny. Imagine Can you imagine? That would be Crazy. so funny. Um, anyway, yeah. that was my point was as two people who are performers, surely that's quite an interesting thing to talk about of yeah. like we are, we have been through it mm. and we are going to go through it in life as like it's part of the job. It's like yeah. part of a thing that happens. Our experience so far was A-levels. Uh, we were dating at the time. and oh, newly too. Newly dating at the time. Um, but our characters had a stage kiss. But it, we were in, in a relationship. But also, However, Caitlin had to kiss the two other lads in the class in the same script. And Josh had to sit and watch. And I just sat there and watched. Like, But I genuinely, I had a really interesting conversation with a friend who is on my course and wants to study, uh, is really interested in kind of like intimacy coordinating and that kind yeah. of thing, like in the industry. Yeah. And we were talking about that situation and about like different people's levels of comfort. And I yeah. just think, I think it's a really interesting thing. And my, I mean, my only credentials to be given advice is the fact that I've been through it and we're still here yeah. is just to talk about it. I'm not trying to make this into a relationship podcast, but you <laughs> just, you, like you, in all aspects, you just need to communicate. You need to communicate with your real life partner and with your on-stage partner because it's like adam said a few weeks ago when talking about hitting someone what hitting hard is to one person yeah. is very different to someone else yeah. and so what might affect me and mean a lot to me might be different to what you it, yeah. it is to you or say with a scene partner what you might be completely comfortable with might be too much mm. for them I mean, and so you just have to be very communicative yourself but also like between all members of yeah people the, who are the triangle involved. yeah that's being created and potentially their partner too the i, I, I have run out of words um yeah i think yeah i think it's, it's very true uh the thing that i was thinking of uh was oh yeah, i haven't had like much experience with it but from what like from so far what i, I know uh, there doesn't seem to be like tons of discussion about like around it or like i don't know i feel like intimacy coaching is is like becoming more popular yeah um, definitely and whatnot. but i don't know it just feels like stage kisses is just something where it's like it's just thought of as something you just have to do and it's just like you know just do it um but i don't know i feel like that that is something like it is a really tricky conversation to have and i just feel like it just gets looked at a lot as like you know you just you just do it but like i don't know as someone in, like in in a relationship like it's it is challenging it is difficult mm. um and i feel like a lot of time it is just looked at as something that's just part of the job and it is part of the job um but it doesn't make it any less tough yeah you know yeah no um, definitely and i think um you have to kind of set what your boundaries are like i know when i did it 
with our lovely friends Jacob and Joe, which was a really <laughs> interesting interesting moment because because they were my two like close mates that i've grown up with again jake J- i'd known jacob and joe since i was year seven they were like my yeah. brothers we argued like siblings yeah and then still do. so yeah and so to be in that like put into that yeah it's weird space it's weird and so yeah. i like set my boundaries of like okay i'm comfortable with this i'm not comfortable with this like immediately and if if that boundary was crossed or if it looked like it was going to be crossed um they were very wonderful about it all but if i was uncomfortable with something i would put my foot down because i didn't want that boundary to be crossed i feel like that's really important just to be like it's okay to have those boundaries that you Mm -hmm. you don't want crossed and everyone's will it be at different levels but it's okay like it's okay to have those boundaries and and boundaries also uh change like you can be fine with something one day and the next day you're like i really and that's okay feeling like it and so my teacher was talking about creating quite a robotic process of like this is this moment in the in the scene that leads into the touch of the arm that leads into the 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 crest of the head and then that that leads into a kiss and it's like you you can say for each of those processes i'm okay with this we're okay with this okay with this go to the kiss maybe not today we kind of move on yeah, it's just totally. like it's just part of it um yeah i think it's kind of important that, that some days you're you're okay with it happening and then the next day you might be really really uncomfortable and it's important those people in power like teachers directors those kind of people are giving you options like that and having the dialogue around it is so important like i know that our teacher back home was like do you want like would you like people to leave the room would you like to do it today or next week or we had option about when we were uh, when and where we were comfortable doing like performing these scenes and I know like we as a group decided what was best for us and it worked and like, you know, we had a good giggle about it. And I think you've got to try and be, mm. keep it as lighthearted and like obviously talk about these things like, and it it can be very serious, but also trying to be a bit lighthearted about it is always yeah. fun. Like we giggle about it all the time. Oh, yeah, when we did, when we did art on stage kiss, I put, it was, it was interesting. The, the character, um, don't know how to describe it like YouTube friendly. She was a lady of the night. That one. Um, and so I had like red, I decided to wear red lipstick and essentially just played a game of like how much can you go? Much can much? I like cover Josh's face? So there was yeah. not a lot of kissing. There was just a lot of kind of like smearing. Yeah. You didn't, re- we didn't really actually kiss. Which you just was, smeared your lipstick. Which up. was so much fun. And we had a giggle and Josh didn't leave the stage for a long time afterwards. So Josh did all of these scenes with like yeah. red lipstick all up his face. It was, it was, we yeah. had a good giggle. It was it one was of my fun. first like roles where like it, like leading the story roles. And I've been speaking in recent episodes about how like I'm interested in, starting to explore acting a bit more and i think that's been one of my main experiences of actually like leading a show through and it was so stressful like it was hard you know it was hard and not like coming on stage as the first person and, and like staying on for ages and like being a bit of a narrator as well yeah like, definitely. Was, and in yeah, a promenade piece too yeah promenade yeah it was i don't I, I i'd like to do it more um yeah. And you know it's you know I've had one opportunity. I know that I, I've I've done it, so I know I can do it do it again. Um, I think that the funniest thing about this whole situation is our drama class was made up of three guys, two girls. Um, Caitlin kissed all the guys as the characters that she kind of got got given. Uh, the other girl in our class didn't have to kiss a single person. Got away completely scot free. Um, which I just thought, like, just how did it end up like that? That 
that like everyone else just ended up kissing each other and then this other girl was just, eh. I think it was strategic and I think that's fair she put her boundaries in place like yeah. she knew that what she was comfortable with maybe chuckle though and pick the scene she wanted to do and it like you said it's kind of a thing that is a big thing to think about but also like personally of my boundaries like it didn't put me off and so there are a couple of scenes we did the play road by jim cartwright i feel yeah. like we should say that i was scullery yeah um i played half the characters <laughs> yeah. but um it didn't it didn't put me off there were some really gorgeous pieces of dialogue and i could have gone oh, i don't want to do that but it was something that i was willing to do because the the dialogue yeah. was and the scenes were so beautiful yeah. that well, this is was... the same for what i'm i've chosen is as like each person in the class gets to email the teacher with their preferences for scenes now you might not end up getting that scene but he'll keep it in mind so the one that i've gone for um does have a snog in it to be fair most of the scenes that have <laughs> yeah. guys in, in in this piece we're doing out of love by eleanor cook um eleanor cook eleanor cook uh and there's a lot of kissing in it um but so the scene that I've chosen is the nightclub scene. And my, the character, there aren't many male characters in the piece. It's, it's like, it's two uh, female best friends kind of lead the entire storyline. Uh, oh yeah, I'm ill, by the way, if you haven't, haven't, yeah, anyway, just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, <laughs> my brain died, I thought, was it, is her name Eleanor Cook? Yeah, I wasn't sure, I was questioning, yeah, but it is Eleanor Cook, it's Eleanor Cook. Yeah, it is. Um, and so, yeah, the scene that I've chosen or that I've asked to do just has so much, like, more depth to it as one of the male characters. I think there's, like, four characters who are men, um, maybe five. But some of them just have small little scenes here and there. And anyway, it just gives me so much more to do. Yeah. And it's quite difficult. And there's there's quite a few challenges. But I thought, but I that... want to do that. There's a kiss in there. Sure. But that's not actually even an important part of the scene. But, like, we talked about it. We decided like what we were comfortable with and it's yeah. like it's it's whatever like we've figured it out mm-hmm. and so that would be my advice is talk about it yeah and yeah any more new year's things because that was the new was... year's thing that was happening for me well, i'm probably gonna have to do a stage kiss i think um something that's gonna happen in the new year or something i'd like to do in the new year i would like to i've been trying to get better at writing poetry very nice um, because there's a lot of poetry and spoken word that I've started to write in my course and I've really enjoyed it. And so I'd like to do more of that. Um, and I think it, it, I like it because there's some of, there's some of them that like I can send to my grandma because oh, she writes poetry yeah. and I feel like it's, I don't know. I just really like that's that. That's nice. Um, I, like that. I would also like to go and see some more underground theatre. I know yeah. we talked about that. That would be <sighs> lovely. Um, I want to go on top of my fitness, just throwing out there. Me too. Just. Here. Some you know of that what? comes from the martial arts episode that we had. Yeah. And I want to get into Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, even if it's like a month intense, but just general. We do part of the second term, and a lot of the guys in first year are quite big and quite strong, like you can see. And I just feel like I can't lift anyone if we're doing like height to height. I'm used to like lifting my smaller partners, but if we're doing height to height, which is part of the ends of it, I'm going to get stronger. Mm. So that's going to be something I'm going to be looking at. I would really like, this is slightly personal, but also quite fun. Um, I roller skate for a job. Mm. I'd like to get better at some of, I'd like to learn some more tricks. I've been practicing recently, um, but I have until March. 
when it closes um and i'd like to get quite good because it's a really i'm actually finding that it's one of my most enjoyable forms of exercise like i've been working today and i think i roller skated for about five hours in total but it doesn't feel like you're exercising it doesn't feel like like i am essentially going for a run but i was in the medics room the other day i'm fine everyone was fine (laughs) Um, but there's a poster on the wall and it was talking about the benefits of roller skating. Um, and it has like 20% less impact than running and impact can quite sometimes. Yeah, shin splints and stuff. Yeah, be that. bad. But obviously you're on wheels. So there's there's other dangers. Mm. Um, but there's loads of real benefits to it. And I'm enjoying it and I want to go. And like, um, it's quite fun. I've always been attracted to exercise centered around music. So dance roller skating workout classes that like go to music because yeah. I, I find that nicer and so <laughs> essentially getting to exercise at a roller disco right. is pretty awesome it's very awesome um and so i'd like to get better at that and also if andrew lobeba happens to see me and happens to want to cast me in starlight express i won't say no hmm. or even get transferred to do that show afterwards because you have a troubadour you could get transferred to stay on for starlight I actually had a discussion about that today. Oh. Yes. Can you share? Um, yes. Uh, basically just saying when it comes to March, I can make a decision whether I can either go with the roller skating company if they move or I can choose to stay. I have, I am officially staffed there. So my path like is to stay unless I choose to leave. Um, and I can either work bar or ushering or whatever, Mm. but I would love to stay. Unless I get Unless hired get to be cast. in the show because I can roller skate and I can sing. You can. So they well. should. They Andrew Lloyd if you see this. If Andrew Lloyd Webber watched our podcast. No, he's not. Okay. okay. I'm just going to say that now. Okay. There is no way he listens Fine. to students. Andrew Lloyd Webber's casting team, if you happen to see this, yeah. I'll put, I will clip this and put it on the TikTok. <laughs> Go for it. And I'll tag. Everyone share this, Everyone yeah. share this clip. Andrew Lloyd Webber. It's worth a shot. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Andrew Lloyd Webber's casting team. Well, and- I edit these as well. I'm just going to cut all this out. Rude. <laughs> Kayla McCann, Starlight. What is this? Kayla McCann. My platform. Kayla McCann, Starlight Express 2024. Yeah, she's quite good, actually. Yeah, she's quite good. Thank you. Um, Thank you. So I, I think, you know, give her a shot. See what she's see, got. See, if I've got the Joshua Cambridge seal of approval. Now. Um, yeah, you do. You know, you've stolen my... Oh, we've got a camera. We have camera people. Uh, one day when we it's get more microphones. Me. It is. It has been recently, yeah. Um, when we get microphones like more that can attach we're gonna mic up our camera person so they could be more involved at the moment with the way i audio engineer they actually can't hear you full stop now uh oh, seriously? yeah just full stop i can't hear you the, the last episode i did my bit bass boost and audio engineering and like noise reduction whatnot completely cut out all that can you get your cheesy feet they actually do smell you've been oh, doing too much nice. dance today uh you can get mine back instead uh anyway let's Let's keep moving this forward. <laughs> yeah, let's Anything go. else you wanted to discuss? Finance. We, we talked about finance beforehand, we? did talk we? about finance. Oh, man. I've barely made it through. Through. My diction. I've barely made so it through. what we generally mean is finance, being a student, yeah. specifically being a someone in a theatre sphere, being a student, being in London more specifically also. Yeah. Because... It is expensive and it's one of the things that often puts people off training in London because of the expense of drama school, yeah. of, you know, 
I know that we both thought this of like, oh, great, we're going to go and live in London. We'll be able to go and see shows like all the time and whatever. But it really does get expensive. And, you know, especially you're kind of more on the outskirts. So coming in is expensive. Yeah, I spend £10 because that's my return to. Yeah. And I also just haven't watched as many shows as I thought I would. Yeah. I really haven't seen many. It's just, it's, it's expensive. They're hard to access. It's, you know... It's really tough because there are people that are going to be the future of these shows, and it's they're they're inaccessible to the people that. Yeah, and I think it's really good that them. we have some like programs, whatever that can give you tickets for fifteen pounds, like reduced from ninety. The only problem is that like actually getting to watch that show and having the free time as well to go and do and that. the energy and the energy. Yeah, like so many times I've been invited out to go watch things. Or to go do things, I so many times I've cancelled mm. because I just didn't have the energy to. Um, and but, anyway, it's expensive to get there. It's you know the kind of whole day out thing. There's a lot to factor a lot of money in, in, and a lot of you know not only the expense and going to watch shows, but the expense of just living. Yeah, of living as a student at the moment is so incredibly extortionate. And I, I I'm I work with a lot of people who are not students. And they just cannot believe the things that I tell them about what it is like to be a student yeah. in 2023 going into 2024. Yeah. And, and with the, the amount of like exercise that I'm doing that comes in my course, I'm eating constantly and food costs money. And if I'm to be comp- <laughs> crazy, yeah, like a lot of money, especially the way I eat, because I like eating yeah. like kind of really kind of good food. Um, and You're I, so good, you know what? He's a good cook. Thank you. I appreciate that. Very good cook. Um, uh, yeah, a lot of the food that I like, I will sometimes opt for something a little bit more expensive in terms of an ingredient because I know that it does actually make a bit of a difference. So I think every two weeks I'll do a shop that's like 60 quid and then the weeks in between, maybe like 30. So that's like 45 pounds a week on food. Mm-hmm. And this isn't like takeaways. This isn't like McDonald's. This is I go to Morrison's and I fill up a cart filled with vegetables, meats, tins of beans, like stock on my fridge. Josh likes and to I can buy. I bulk buy. As Sandra pointed out previously, make. there are boxes of like yeah. milk and just underneath my bed. Um, no, soya milk, not like cow's milk. milk. Can you imagine yeah. just having cow's milk under your bed? That'd be so grim. Yeah, it's um long knife, which some people don't like. But anyway, I spend a lot of money on food. Uh, I was pretty smart. I said oh, I was pretty smart. My parents were pretty smart. Uh, they made Crunch. me work a lot over the summer, so I came with like a nice amount of money that I'd worked out gave me a certain amount, X amount of money each week to spend on food and travel and whatnot. So I came with money prepared to get me through as long as I can. It, it'll get me through most of my first year, but not all of it. Um, and so I just take out a set amount each week and that's what I spend on whatever. And anything left over just gets added on to the next week's. Yeah. Um, so it's like I've given myself an allowance from money that I earned over the summer that I put into a savings account. So our point is... If you're going to be a student, you should probably do something like that. Do some budgeting. Budgeting yeah. is so important. We were just finishing up on things we were excited for for uh, New Year's, but you've got this. This will this be in 2023? What Where me going home? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you're coming back before New Year's. Aren't I am. You? So this is slightly cheating here. Uh, this is before New Year's. I'm just excited. I'm excited to go home and see mm. my lovely friends and my lovely family and. I'm so excited for Christmas. Do you know why? Christmas is also this weekend. It's Monday. 
Yeah. That, yeah, Sunday, Sunday's Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. This weekend, that doesn't feel wild. Like. That doesn't feel real. And think, I'm still at college. I think that's... Until Thursday. I think that's because we're here. Yeah. And there's no... Like, my flat isn't very Christmassy. Mine, this isn't. There was a flat Christmas competition and <laughs> didn't even get we didn't even get into. <laughs> it's just um, terrible. But basically... Oh I know, how awful is I'm that? I'm really excited to go home and celebrate... We didn't even get last place. I'm excited to go home and celebrate Christmas because yeah. I'm excited to feel Christmassy. Mm. I'm excited to see my dog. Yeah, Jess. Oh. I should probably say I'm also excited to see my family. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, that's a pretty important one. Love you, mum. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Sure they know They know that I'm excited oh, to see good, them. that's good. I'm excited to... See your friends. See my friends. Oh. Very excited to see my friends. I'm so ill. I'm so excited to eat good food. Excuse you me? Made me. No, no, no. Okay. Josh makes me wonderful food. He's a very good cook. But I mean, like, I can't wait to go home and eat Christmas dinner. What's your favourite part of Christmas dinner? That's a real important podcast uh, two question. Things. Good, that's fine. Pigs and blankets. Okay. Because I make amazing pigs and blankets. Okay. Well, I say that. I'll take your word for it. Well, it was at the Christmas dinner with at the international the students, and I brought loads of sausages and wrapped them in bacon and cut them to perfection. I'll Second take your thing, word for it. Cauliflower cheese. Correct answer. Correct mm, answer. So cauliflower good. cheese is one of, I mean, that's so controversial. I bet there are some. Is it? I feel like it is. I love cauliflower cheese because I don't eat meat. Um, so cauliflower cheese is one of the, quintessential parts of my christmas dinner yeah. oliver's face is disgusted right now about what she doesn't eat meat i just don't <laughs> do you not like, oh it's the way my parents make it my my <laughs> mom is lactose intolerant as well so that's impressive she makes a good one well no no it's my cheese it's special cheese oh, true. special um, cheese yeah my my can parents I try some this year will you save me some yeah, yeah of course yeah, of course <sighs> thank you uh, my parents do a really good job uh making christmas dinners something i like uh Purely just because I'm not like a massive fan of things like that. And I don't like Brussels sprouts. But the way my dad cooks them with like these bacon bits and they just become like this kind of juicy, meaty Brussels I will actually eat them and I quite enjoy them. Can I talk about my favourite parts of Christmas? Yeah, of course. Go for it. You have a nut roast, don't you? No. I've never had a nut roast. (laughs) I don't... I don't... mentioned it before, I swear. Or you were offered a nut roast and you turned it down. Yeah. I eat everything but the meat. My favourite parts... Parsnips, roasted Mm. parsnips with like honey. Oh, Oh. nice. Cauliflower cheese and roasted potatoes. My parents make the best roast potatoes. Nah, my dad makes the best roast potatoes. I cook roast potatoes properly and they're freshly cooked. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There's a lot of competition. Are they like crispy? My dad does it with. um, I love crispy. uh, Oh, what's he does it with? Goose duck fat or goose fat or something? No, no, no. It's with a. Goose fat or you do it with olive oil? No, no. Obviously, well, they're, they're, yeah. Obviously, they're like crispy, but he does it with um, some sort of spice. Ooh. <gasps> Ooh! So you're gonna have to save me some cauliflower cheese and some roast potatoes. Yeah, he does it with <laughs> with a spice that we grow in the garden, and it's what rosemary. Mm, maybe I was gonna say that's quite normal. My dad, my dad also makes it with rosemary oh, no, in the no, garden. No, no, he uses some like really exotic spice that isn't okay. rosemary. Well, we'll see. We'll have a guys well i know this has come out after christmas but at some point i will reappear and i'll tell you no this is her last episode oh yeah this is also our announcement that caitlin is departing uh she's never going to come on again uh so she'll never get to talk uh, about about those things because we're firing her actually that's our news as well end of episode news uh you know we've had a good run you know it's been a good good try but we just think our 
Our visions are different. Your TikTok will not would not survive without me. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I don't I don't do social media. Okay, no, guys, out. comment down below. It. Tell tell me how much you'd like to keep Caitlin on the podcast. Yeah, how much do you value Caitlin and Ham? Uh, who's um, actually watching Four Minutes? And I say that every time. Roast potatoes the are wonderful. They're, they're never good. That's I don't like potato much, but I like a good roast potato. Mash a mash. Mm, it's all right. Yeah, Jacket potato. Mm. Mm, it's all right. Anyway, so this is like so sidetracked. We're but, just hungry. That's what it is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, anyway, yeah, that's true. Well, this room that's... smells of Mackey's because Oliver brought a Mackey's in, and and now it just smells. Of We're excited food. to go home, eat good food, good food. have yeah. good times with good friends, sleep, sleep, rest. Lord of the Rings. I was just about to say that. Do you want to tell the audience? Oh, yes, yeah, so, some really exciting news. Now, a lot of you might not care, but for the few of you that do care, <laughs> you know, we're on the same. Your like, parents will be watching there. this. They'll know. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing a Lord of the Rings marathon. Not with The Hobbit, because... That'll be 22 hours. Okay, well, maybe with The Hobbit. 20, 20 hours. Oh, sorry. Um, actually, 22 with breaks. Maybe with The Hobbit. We'll see how we're feeling. Uh, but definitely the Lord of the Rings Help me. trilogy. And it'll be 12 hours, 7am to 7pm. I've never seen any of the Lord of the Rings either. Have you not? I've seen The Hobbit. I've watched the first part of the first, first, part of the first extended one, one. yeah because we watched yeah, it yeah i've got the i've got the disc like the uh, disc thingy or like the chunk anyway we uh, balanced it out though because we, watched, Caitlin, we watch watched the first lord of the rings but we also did face masks at the same time so it was like balance you know yeah yeah it was me you and your friend <laughs> it was just, you know no we uh, had a how lovely uh, anyway so as a way of wrapping up this episode uh, it's a bit of a shorter one this time but we're hungry we're hungry and also who's got two hours on new year's eve yeah uh, have even, a lovely new who even has more than half an hour um little podcast goals. girlies are getting ready for those of you pardon? the girlies are getting ready they've got yeah. time like four hours before people need to, like i find it crazy i went to my friend's birthday birthday party they turned 20 it wasn't really a birthday party um and i thought i i was invited to like freeze and um you know, she said, just come for the pre's bit. Pre's was just them getting ready. And it was like two hours of just waiting for them to get ready. By the time we actually got to um, the club, it was already midnight. And I was like, this is when I'd be leaving. Which maybe that's is different. why Greta Gerwig made the Barbie film. Was it? <laughs> that's just a, that's a running joke. Oh, I haven't <laughs> watched the Barbie film. Sorry. I'm so that educated. is on my 2024 mission. Get to watch it. Oh, no, I will. 100% I will. But, Definitely. Um, uh, podcast goals, though. <laughs> the goals of the podcast. Goals of the podcast. By the end of next year, okay. in one year, we would like to hit 1,000 subscribers. So smash that subscribe button uh, and that like button to make that happen. And you know what you should also do that what? would be really nice is follow the Instagram and the TikTok because they are good and we provide lots of lovely content such yeah. as 12 days of bloopers which have gone out but you can still go and watch them mm-hmm. it's still okay they're still bloopers even if it's not christmas anymore um and you know hopefully those do well and we're trying out lots of different things but it's just nice if you engage and yeah. let us know that you're enjoying it because oh, we put a lot of work into it yeah we also want to get carrie hope fletcher on uh now that might That's not be 2024 goal. that could be 2025 you know, but it's always a goal. It's always a goal. Always a goal. Yeah. I feel like I owe it to Caitlin back in June to at least try. We want... Uh, we have some, pod- for, you know, exclusive content, Um, is that we have some lovely, very exciting guests lined up for the new year. We have a drama yes. school series that's going to come out. Uh, yeah. As you will all be, maybe you can reminisce, or there will be an audience out there who are applying to drama schools who will mm-hmm. have gotten their results. 
Um, we will have drama school students from across many yeah, of the like main educational series. Yeah, many of the main drama schools in London um, and surrounding areas. And, you know, we'll get people's real experiences for you guys to yeah. hear so about. For those who are interested in like what all the different institutions are like, there'll be a series out there. It won't be like each week, it'll be scattered in between. Um, I think another goal is to get as many industry professionals as I can. So if you're an industry professional watching yeah, if this. Yeah, you watch this and like you're in the industry, like hit us up. Uh, this month message. we've had two. We've had three. Adam. Three. Three. Tom. Yes. yes. We've had Tom who's just graduated. Um, but we've had two who are like long term yes. in the in- industry. Like this is like their full time. And we have now. a few lined up. Potentially. Yes. Yes. We have some interest. So that is our plan for 2023. Comment down below what you think. If you have any ideas. For we us. hope you stick around. Um, hope you stick around. And yeah. thank you. You know what I want to say? Big thanks. Thank you for all your support in 2023. Yeah. You know, we've been doing this podcast for six months and it has been such a blessing and mm. such an honor. So many and opportunities. So many opportunities. And we've conversations. Met. Yeah, we've, we've met some incredible yeah. people and it's just been such an amazing thing to get to do. And I'm very grateful that, you know, you let me join the team. That's all right. Get to be part yeah. of it. I mean, unfortunately, this is your last last day. But Guys, yeah. please petition that this is not true. But I'm sure you'll see much more of us in 2020. 20 likes in Caitlin, which is <laughs> day on the scene. <laughs> I, you know, I hope you see much more of us in 2024. We'll yeah. have lots of exciting things to do. And who knows where this will go and yeah. what will happen. But thank you for all your support so far. Cheers, guys. It's been really, really good fun. Yeah, good vibes. Loved it. <laughs> um yeah hard work but rewarding worth it uh in terms of like the people that we meet and yeah. the conversations we have so i think we'll end this on a happy new year happy new year um, have yeah. a good 2024 have a great 2024 and everyone. subscribe and keep watching future episodes yeah. yeah uh all right well we're gonna gonna love you and leave you um because we do we love our our viewers we do. um even the ones that are mean to me i still love you uh for, for watching this and uh so yeah uh, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy this New Year. This has been the Movement Theories podcast. Signing out. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.